There are shows with psychics. And there are shows with doctors. But there's no show like the psychic and the doc. Your practical paranormal power unleashed. This show synthesizes the talents of world-class medium Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, psychic explorer, and street-smart spiritualist, behavioral psychologist, Dr. Pat Basili. All subjects are on the table and no topic is taboo. Inspiration, insight, action, and fun as Mark Anthony connects callers with loved ones in spirit in tandem with Dr. Pat's fresh, no-nonsense, street-smart, intuitive insights. And she is hilarious. Extraordinary problems require extraordinary solutions, which may come from this side or the other side. This is the psychic and the doc and it starts now yeah boy welcome everybody welcome to the psychic and the doc i am here with my buddy and psychic the most incredible psychic medium the psychic lawyer all of the above best-selling author just all of that is Mark Anthony. We've got a great show for all of you today. It is fun. It is enlightening. And we have a live call-in show. This is a call-in show. So what's going to happen is Mark and I, we're going to talk about some cool stuff today. Why? Because it's kind of in the air. And then, of course, we'll take your calls, both 1-800-930-2819. And over on Facebook, Jacob, Jessica, Daniel, I'm not sure who else is here. We'll be getting our Facebook on, and there we go. Today's show, Mark, tell everybody what today's episode is called. Superhero Mania. Dr. Pat and I are going to be talking about superheroes and supervillains. And the subtitle of the show is, What Superhero or Supervillain Would You Like to See? leading the world and uh you know we certainly welcome people's calls and superheroes are 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 really cool because you know um one of my my favorite influences in in when i was studying philosophy was professor joseph campbell and uh you know he's since passed on but he wrote several books about myths and mythology and he also spent a lot of time on superheroes And he said that, you know, people need these heroes. People need to to look up to someone who is who sacrifices his or her life for something bigger than themselves. You know, the Greeks had Zeus and Apollo and and, in Aphrodite and and all these incredible gods. And what have we done? We've created Superman, Wonder Woman, Captain America, Aquaman, Spider-Man, Batman. I mean, right down the line. And uh, the cool thing, Dr. Pat, I think about superheroes is not only are they someone that we can look up to and sort of admire, but they all have their flaws yes they do and and some of them go from a very questionable past yes to become some of the most iconic and the last events they do are so powerful right right that you you mourn them and see what our pop culture has done is lived out Campbell 
Campbell's vision, Jung's vision, our pop culture of today. And I say pop culture because I, I include comic books in that. And maybe comic books are not pop culture, but I will tell you comic books, Comic-Con, if you've ever been to it, massive. You know, our engagement right now with anything of this nature, we're calling it superhero, but it's beyond that. It is talking about a multiverse. It is talking about characters that have come to life, you know, in our culture, in our world, you know, Hollywood and not just Hollywood. They're, you know, what's coming right now out of China, what's come out of Japan. I mean, some of these new characters and creations, what's come to the forefront, even the movie Martian had or Martian has created a sort of platform for us to have heroes that look like you and me. I mean, Jessica Chastain turning that ship around, violating, and you know she got kicked in the can for that, violating <laughs> every NASA whatever order to go get the Martian guy off the planet. That are her, those are heroic acts. That's really what we're talking about. But you can, you know, Mark, I got to ask you: Isn't there room for both superhero and supervillain in the world? Well, there has to be because that's also the balance between light and dark. And you brought up a really interesting point. You said what's coming out of China, what's coming out of Japan. Every culture has has some type of of superhero. I mean, look at uh, Star Wars is such a perfect example of um, you know the the force. The, the light and the dark side of the force. You know, I always think about, you know, in the, the, the original movie when Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi are having the lightsaber, you know, all that. And I mean, I think every science fiction fan knows exactly what I'm talking about. And that was uh, an example of the balance between light and dark. And, and then the supervillains, too. They all, because if you're going to have a superhero, you have to have a supervillain. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, look, look at our world today. You know, oh, yeah. um, we, we have our superheroes and our supervillains. I mean, um, uh, you know, I said something a couple um, a month or so ago about uh, Putin and somebody wrote this whole thing. Well, I'm not going to listen to the show anymore because nah, 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 nah. well, all I can say to you is nah, 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 nah. because well, I, I don't even remember what you said. Oh, I, I said that Putin was a sociopath and an evil person. And oh. I think that I've been proven, I don't know, 100 percent right. Mm. I mean, to me, Putin's kind of Lex Luthor, <laughs> you know, he, he's, you know, Lex Luthor, maybe not quite as smart as Lex Luthor, you know, but, you know, uh, he's this really, really self-centered, ego-driven personality that unfortunately is, is at the uh, the head of a very powerful, powerful machine, you know, and there are other people in our world that may be perceived as as superheroes, mm. um, you know, because in these these mythological characters, we see elements of ourselves, yeah. you know, even in Greek mythology, Hercules. OK, Hercules is the epitome of the Greek hero, but in a fit of madness, he murders his wife and children. And, and you know, granted, the fit of madness was set upon him by um, Hera, the queen of the gods, who was jealous of him. But even though Hercules spends the balance of his life trying to atone for that, he always carries this grief and, and these recriminations and these regrets. Can that not be said of all of us? Well, and I, I think sometimes what happens, Mark, is, you know, 
we try to talk about the things that weigh heavy in our hearts. And in the process, we are also in the middle of an ever-changing world. And, you know, what I mean by in, 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 in the process of an ever-changing world, it's going to be hard for me, and, and this is the only comment I think that I'll make during the show about this particular topic, it's going to be very hard for me to unsee, unsee, meaning I've seen it, I can't not see it again. The image of a woman, nine months pregnant, in a maternity hospital that was just bombed by Russia in Ukraine. I I am not going to be able to unsee that image of blood coming from her womb and then later finding out both she and the child have died. Now, I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, everybody can have their opinion about what's right, what's wrong. But I've seen too much of that in my lifetime. And certainly my dad, who served in World War II, could tell you stories that go beyond this. Yeah. But I think what we do on this show is there is no topic that is taboo. Right. You know, we will talk about the undiagnosed, um, untalked about, ridiculous shame of unrecognizing chronic Lyme disease. We will do that. And yet we'll talk about revering some of the most incredible people for doing amazing things in the world, like, you know, taking their lives and coming on this show and doing an interview with us, fully knowing that that person's life will be at risk. Or Greta Thunberg, who I've mentioned before, despite the many threats to herself and threatening to kill her family will not give up her passion. See, these are all heroes at some level for somebody. Well, what about Malala? Malala. Yosasai Malala. I mean, you know, we almost forgot about her, right? I mean, how many times do you have to get shot in the head, you know, to really say I'm not just because, yeah, just because she wanted to go to school, um, you know, and uh, she got shot in the head um by by muslim you know extremists and i'm not crashing on our muslim brothers and sisters because you know i'd say 99.9% of the muslims Let's in the just world call are people are, Let's yeah, just are, say are just like the rest of us killing people people Let's but, just but, say people well um uh, i know and and people that were super villains attacked this superhero mm-hmm. and malala has become a symbol um, for feminine strength, for knowledge, for the ways of peace and love and understanding coming to the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know, then look at um, Batman. What made Batman Batman is he was a little boy when his parents were murdered in front of him. And then he finds out years later that the young criminal who murdered them was the Joker. And evolved into the Joker. You know, so Batman is a wonderful study into uh, pathos and and uh, psychotic behavior and, and anger. Um, I love when there was a recent movie when uh, Batman joins uh, all the other DC comic heroes like Superman and Flash and all this. And Batman gets banged up. And, and uh, one of the other superheroes says, so what's your superpower? And he says, I'm rich. <laughs> okay. and, and, you know, that's part of it. 
but you know, today, I, I mean, honestly, Mark, you and I have decided to do a show, this show, where if you listen to our opener, that's what we're going to talk about. Because let's just be realistic. You know, doing a show like this where you come on and you help people get connected to their loved ones is taboo in large parts of the world. Yes, it is. And, you know, this show in particular runs its course because we're not afraid to take a risk with a show like this. See, well, and that's part of the conversation. You know, yeah, we're yeah. not hypocrites walking down a pathway and making a statement without taking certain risks ourselves, right? This show would be banned from at least six states in the United States. <laughs> well, uh, most like, yeah, I mean, yeah, un um, unfortunately. And, you know, a, a number of uh, my friends who are mediums, we we're talking about this very topic and we we're talking about the x-men okay now first off you know i'm not a superhero and we were not saying that we we're superheroes but what's the premise of the x-men oh, is yeah. that there are people that have a genetic anomaly that gives them powers or let's call them abilities i don't like calling it power abilities that frighten other people and that other people don't understand you know, so I think that's um, all right. So, Dr. Pat, I have to ask. I think I know the answer. Who is your favorite superhero? Um, I will say that I am a comic book fan from way back before I could literally read and write. And, you know, growing up, I've had several that I've related to. But I have to tell you that not only do I really admire this particular superhero, but I also admire, admire the actor and what she stands for. And that is Black Widow. Um, Black Widow, if you read the comics or you follow it through, and you also follow Black Widow through the entire Avenger series, you see her transform. And transform, and I, and I don't want to give it away because I don't, if people haven't seen Endgame, um, I don't want to give it away. But she transforms so much that she makes the ultimate sacrifice. So she goes from a character that is a spy, that is mistrusted, right? What are her superpowers? She knows how to trick people into getting them to do and say what she wants. So when you watch a character like that evolve, you have a sense of it. So she, she becomes sort of for me in this moment, that person that when you think about her and then you look at the actor who had to become her own superhero to battle Disney, I would say kind of interesting, Scarlett. And this is a woman that wasn't picked for that role. She was the second choice to Emily Blunt, but Emily Blunt was tied up. And so I think when I think about the world we live in today and the sacrifices so many people have made, Mark, during COVID, yeah. so many losses, so many people that went to care for other people, so many people like that character. I think there's something endearing about that, even though she had a very ugly beginning. Who's your favorite? And then we have uh, some people on the phones too. Oh, uh, there's so many. I mean, I've got so many characters from Harry Potter and everything, but you know, I'm gonna say Aquaman. You know, because I've I've lived by the ocean my whole life and Aquaman symbolizes environmental protection, uh, a love for nature and the ocean. 
And, you know, it sickens me because I've seen how humanity treats the ocean like it's a garbage dump. You know, you just dump all sorts of things. I remember when I was a kid, uh, the U.S. military sank a ship off the Florida coast to filled with nerve gas containers because they figured oh, that'd be get rid of it. And it's like, OK, so it's OK to dump nerve gas yeah. containers into the ocean. And now we're seeing how how we're killing the ocean and how that's affecting us. So I was like Aquaman because he's like the big, tough, you know, ocean dude that, that kicks butt. But I have to admit, I always like professor Snape from Harry Potter because through the whole thing, well, I, you know, I think Alan Rickman, I mean, he was just such a great actor, but um, he never knew was he good or was he bad? And, and uh, J.K. Rowling did such an excellent job of crafting the character to have that balance of light and dark. It's kind of like at the very end when Darth Vader at the last moment embraces the light within him, you know. So um, but anyway, uh, I'd say Aquaman and there's a whole myriad of others. Yeah. And, you know, I think what what we want to hear from people today is, you know, have you been able to find the superhero within yourself? You know, have you been able to find those things that will remind you on some day that there are things that can be done? Uh, there are ways that we can do it. You know, Sharon, Dr. Sharon Martin, um, I, I can't, I am not going to speak for her, but she is a medical doctor and you know, she has part of her own history. And next Wednesday at our 11 o'clock show, she is going to do a stone blessing. And we're videotaping it for the Ukraine. Why? Awesome. So that, see, so let's think about that act for a minute. What acts contribute to our view of people that, that are superheroes in some way? I mean, here she is. She's a medical doctor. She's taking a position, but she wants to bless this. And her stone blessings, by the way, oh, fasten your seatbelt. But what is it, the call to action that we all want to have to create that world that we all want to live in, that we want our children to live in? Today's show is to help you find the superhero within you. That's what I think. Uh, Jacob, do we want to go to the phones? What do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds great today. All right, let's do it. Okay, we've got Carly calling in from Idaho. Hi there, Carly. Thank you. Hi, Carly. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, can you hear us okay? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. How can we help you today? Um, I was just calling in to see if anyone has any messages for me. Well, let's let's uh let's see. Um Carly, I'm getting, um, well, I'm actually getting like four different energies connected to you, but there is a female stepping forward. And this woman was elderly when she passed. Um, she could have been 
She could have been in her 80s. And the thing is, I'm getting that prior to her passing, uh, a diffuse and confused mental state. This feels very much like a dementia. You know, dementia, Alzheimer's reads very similar uh, to me. And also that, uh, yeah, she was very confused. She kept losing her way. A lot of fluid retention. I'm, I'm getting uh, swell, uh, the swelling of the ankles. And I'm also feeling that with her passing, um, it wasn't a big surprise that she was going to pass because I'm getting this fluid buildup in the chest. Now, obviously, that can be pleurisy, mm -hmm. pneumonia, but it could also be congestive heart failure because they all feel very similar. Do Does any of this make sense to you? Yeah, probably my grandma. Okay. Would this be your grandmother on your mom's side of the family? No, my dad's. Interesting, because I keep getting pulled over to your mom's side of the family. But let's work with this uh, spirit and see what she wants you to know. Is your mom here in this world or is she on the other side? No, she's on the other side. Okay, so we've got your paternal grandmother and I'm getting pulled to your maternal side of the family. Um, and uh, the woman that I'm getting pulled to on the uh, uh, maternal side, which could be your mom, um, she's telling me that you have been neglecting your health immensely, um, uh, lately. And she said that it's, it's, it's not like you do it all the time. It's sort of kind of, you fell off the wagon and I keep tasting soda, uh -huh. soda, like Pepsi, Coke, all these really sweet sugary drinks. Now that could mean you've been doing, drinking a lot of them, or you're trying to avoid them, but I'm getting all these very sugary drinks. Does any of that make sense to you? Um, I'm trying to avoid them. You're trying to what? To get rid of them? Avoid yeah, them. to avoid them. Not avoid them. avoid them. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's good because yeah. that's the advice that your mom's giving you. She also is showing me a whole plate of Brussels sprouts. Okay. Love them. Hate them. <laughs> uh, personally, I like them. Some people freak out over them, but I'm getting the whole Brussels sprout thing. Love them. Hate them. Makes sense to you in any um, way. Any vegetables, period, I really don't care for. So that's probably what that is. So what do you think mom is telling you? To just eat healthy, I guess. <laughs> I think you have interpreted that correctly. Basically, the message that she's giving you is continue avoiding uh, the sugars, the junk food, and learn to like um, the, the vegetables. She said because this is affecting you not only physically, but also emotionally and mentally. Um, because she said that you, you had like the zigzag up and down, up and down with your, your moods and, and uh, depression. Dr. Pat, anything? Um, yeah. I, I, let me just tell you, there's a very clear message in this, and it's a hard one because I had to really love to do it. Um, and that's vegetables. But, but there's something beyond the vegetables. So a lot of times we don't like eating vegetables and it's really difficult these days to really get vegetables that have the nutrients in it. So the underlying message is about nutrients. You see what I'm saying? Like what Mark was bringing forward and what he was talking about, it leads to nutrients. So when you're trying to eat healthier, it sounds like you're off a little bit in balance in what you're eating. And this is not diet conversation. Uh -huh. This is about nutrition, right? And so you have to figure out how to get those greens in. For me, I, I, work, I have a company that I get capsules that have green 
nutrients in, organic green, because I can't always do it. Right. So you have to think mm -hmm. about and get creative about how you're going to do it, because I don't really see you cooking up them Brussels sprouts. Right. Yeah, I know. So you have to think about how to get them in your system. The other part of this to think about is if your gut is off, it's not going to process them well. So you have to get gut healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And there are so many people you can work with to do that. But if that if that's a message coming from your mama, I would think that would be something you may want to think about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out of everything, out of every message you could have got today, I mean, honestly, right? Out of every single thing that Mark could have brought through, you got that. Usually, Mark helped me with this. Usually when we get these messages from our peeps to us, they are seeing something that we are just not seeing. Oh, oh, absolutely. Mark, right? Absolutely. So this yes. This is not like just a, you know, like airy fairy kind of message here. This is a message that out of everything that could have been said. Seriously, this one. You know, and that's a good point, Dr. Pax. A lot of people um, go into a reading with what they want to hear and who they want to hear it from. And spirits mm -hmm. know what we need to hear. And the thing is, they, they being electromagnetic energy, you know, my, my term, the electromagnetic soul, they run a scan of you. And they see in your body where there is energy disruptions, which could be illnesses or potential problems. And the thing is, um, green foods take the energy of the sun okay and they're 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 transmitting that into you and a lot of people don't like greens yeah. you know i grew up in a, in a family that we ate vegetables and and it's funny talking about superheroes i'm thinking when i was a kid i loved popeye well what does popeye always eat spinach so i used to eat spinach because popeye liked it you know and the way my mom made it it was delicious <laughs> yeah. you know oh yeah and a lot of garlic yeah, a lot and of people oil. don't like it <clears throat> you know but the thing is that's what we're designed to eat that's what's good and that's what your mother is telling you because mm -hmm. the greens are going to help you and start feeling better and that's going to possibly like dr pat pointed out uh, um possibly impact you emotionally mentally mm -hmm. physically and then as well spiritually yeah so you know because we're integrated beings and that's just you know what we eat garbage in garbage out good in good out yeah hey do you have yeah. a favorite superhero yeah um i would say wonder woman <laughs> All right, we got you on record. Good one. Fist Good bump. one. Good Fist one. Bump. Good one. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank you Thank so much. You. And remember, the way to really Thank beef you up guys. your vegetables: garlic and oil. That is the like that. That's like it: garlic and oil. Hey, oh let's God, take yeah. a short break. Right when we okay. come back, I'm gonna put up another, almost my favorite on the, my background. And when we come back, we're going right to the phones. Everybody, Donna, hang in there. We'll get you up here, Emily. We'll get you up here. We'll be right back. Right, Mark? We'll be right back. Absolutely. We are coming back. TransformationTalkRadio.com Hey, welcome back to The Psychic and the Doc. I'm Mark Anthony, The Psychic, and I'm here with my amazing, fantastic superhero co-host, Dr. Pat Basile. And we are talking to, in tonight's show about superheroes and what they reveal about us and why we have this need for superheroes. And on the break, we were all talking, you know, our, um, our uh, producer, 
Jacob said how much he liked Green Lantern. Uh, our producer, Rocky, she's a Wonder Woman fan. I mean, we've just been talking superheroes. So we're taking calls from listeners, 1-800-930-2819. Um, I'll be doing readings. Dr. Pat will be giving inspirational, intuitive, street-smart insights. Call on into the show and be prepared to reveal who your favorite superhero is or super villain is and i only have one thing to say to jacob hit me with it <laughs> i love green lantern too i only wish that ryan reynolds loved green lantern i was <laughs> you know i wasn't gonna go there with that but i couldn't agree more i had to i had to go there i, I had to go there the comic book just rocked though right oh absolutely i, yeah, I, I like okay. ryan reynolds but you know it, he didn't too. do it quite justice there yeah but we're not going to talk about my latest Ryan Reynolds superhero that I really do like because we're going to go to the phones first. Let's go. <laughs> All righty. We've got Emily calling in from Indiana. Hey there, Emily. Hi, Emily. Hello, Hello Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, how can we help you today? Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I was wondering if I had any loved ones trying to reach out Yes, you do. You've got a male energy coming through. Now, what's interesting, he could be on your generational level, which could be Here, like... let me turn this up a little bit. I can't hear you very well. Yeah, oh, and wait, make sure wait, you turn wait. off any you, speakers. You should actually turn your um, the radio down or off because you'll hear it through the phone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just went into the other room. Okay. Okay, you're getting a male energy. I'm getting a male energy coming through. It could be on your generational level, which could indicate brother, cousin, friend. He may be on the one just above you, um, which could mean like uncle, parent, but it feels like he's so close to you. And what I'm getting with him is this massive um, impact sensation. Now, the massive impact sensation indicates to me that this gentleman died very suddenly or abruptly. I'm tasting a lot of blood. I'm feeling head trauma as well. So this could be an accident. Um, oh. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, he's talking about gloves, G-L-O-V-E-S, gloves. Is there something about him like he used to wear gloves or workers' gloves, or is there something about you in gloves that would make sense like in any gloves, way? Like G? G L O yeah, yeah glove, yeah. like a glove that you put on, like a you know, yeah. like a leather glove, silk glove, whatever glove. Yeah. I'm not I, sure about that one, but I know the only the only thing that comes to my mind with a male and you said head trauma, is that what you said? Yes. Yes. Um a friend of mine that was close to me a while back had shot himself in the head. Okay. Okay. Um, well, he keeps talking about gloves, G-L-O-V-E-S. Now, that could mean putting on a glove, but it could also mean fits like a glove. Okay, so glove could have a literal or a metaphorical interpretation with this. Um, he said, though, that you're off balance, off balance. Now, that's interesting because in the previous reading, we got something similar to that. And this is what I refer to as collective consciousness communication. And in a spirit communication session, um, oftentimes there is a commonality between the spirits and uh, the people that they're communicating with. 
um, and he keeps, but he keeps saying that you're off balance and you feel that your future is unsteady. It's unclear and almost like you're, you're afraid. Is there something going on with your career where you're not sure of? Because he feels like he said that you feel like you're walking right into a dark room and you're afraid you're going to stumble and fall over. That's how you're looking at the future. Does any of that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Interesting. He said, let your angels be your guides. Mm -hmm. Let your angels be your guides. Now, that is very interesting because, you know, I mean, if you, you watch the show and Dr. Pat knows, I'm not an, you know, quote unquote, airy fairy psychic. They are your angels and Native Americans. Uh, I only bring up something if this is what I'm getting. Now, do you have some like um, connection to angels or maybe uh, images of angels or better yet, what do angels mean to you? Um, my mother. Okay. In what way? Um, I always call her my guardian angel. And she's in spirit? When I was really young. Okay. So let your angels be your guide. So that's very interesting that you've always felt that your mother has been your guardian angel. And that's because she is a guiding influence in your life. She's, um, she's also saying now she's stepping in that the thing about you is that you have an innate sense of right and wrong, moral, immoral, what is good and what is negative. And that's the whole point from this young man in the spirit of your mom is for you to trust that insight. Mm -hmm. You must trust your innate sense of what is right, not just in the positive negative sense, but what is right for you. Dr. Pat, what's your take on this? Uh, A couple of things. First of all, so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Um, You know, I know what that's like. You know, my mom committed suicide and one of the women I work with in a program that I mentor women pulled out a gun one day and that was it. So I, I, there are no words really. I'm really fumbling for the words to express that, you know, but I know for my mom, it was really difficult for her to be in this earth skin. The minute you mentioned gloves, I'm sorry. I went right to a motorcycle. Um, I don't know why. Um, I don't know if you have any history of motorcycles. Uh, I don't know if you ride them. Um, I will tell you this, though, in order to ride a motorcycle, you have to have extraordinary balance. You have to be sharp. And, you know, beyond the metaphor. Hello? Can you hear me? I lost you for a second. Okay. So did you hear what I said about gloves and motorcycle? Uh, I can barely hear you. It sounds like you're muffled. Hmm. Not sure why that is, Jacob. Well, I think that's going to be on her end. Because, um, um, yeah, we're coming through mm-hmm. loud and clear. Yeah. I'm gonna I can try hear to get him, co- but I okay. can barely hear her. Okay. Well, that's kind of weird. But I, look, can now you hear I me any better? Very good. Okay. Yeah. So when I heard the word glove, I I went right to motorcycle. I had a picture of a motorcycle glove. I don't know if anybody in your family rides. I don't even know if that what, yes. what that means to you. Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean to you, motorcycles? Um, he actually, the young man you guys are talking about, used to come to my house 
and ride dirt bikes and motorcycles. Did he wear big motorcycle gloves? I mean, most of us that ride dirt bikes, we don't like to wear gloves, although I learned uh, really Yeah, hard. he would borrow a pair of my ex-boyfriend's <laughs> motorcycle gloves. And uh, okay. that was like a, not too long before he passed away. And um, when he passed away, he left. I was one of the three people that he left a little like model car set for in okay. his goodbye note. Okay. How are you doing with that? Um, I'm doing pretty well. It was a little okay. over a year ago when this happened. Still not a long um, time, though. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what the message of the glove is, um, but I will say usually when Mark has something like that happen, um, it's an endearing moment. You know, that experience with him coming over, that had to be a happy place, right? You know, yeah. riding motorcycles, coming over was a happy place. Sometimes my sense is we carry so much grief around those that left us and we remember the way yeah. they left. We forget the happy moments. And I wonder if you could hold on to the happy moment. Because I'll tell you, yeah. there are two things in the world that make me smile, like outside of people, right? Uh, yeah. Riding that motorcycle and playing table tennis. So hitting a ping pong ball and riding a bike very fast. Um, but I grew up in a motorcycle family. And so if you can imagine the joy that he felt at that moment, sometimes it's hard to hang on to that. But that, that, if you can hang on to that energy of that, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, um, and I was wondering if anything was coming in from my mom well yeah um that's that's what what she said about the angels mm -hmm. is follow yeah. your innate sense of mm -hmm. what is right for you that that's yeah. what her message was now um one of the reasons that uh, that uh, dr pat and i are doing this show um is and one of the reasons i like working with dr pat as the medium i'm presenting the evidence and she has the ability to be the objective observer and she said well you know gloves make me think of motorcycles okay and then you said well yeah, yeah. my friend rode a motorcycle okay and so so because a lot of times when the information comes through you may not immediately recognize it now I'm thinking, why do you wear gloves on a motorcycle? That is for protection, right? It's also for better balance. Oh, my god! It's gosh. also for better balance. So let me, that's why I brought it up. You can ride a motorcycle without gloves and probably take the short run and do very well. But after a while, you lose control. Gloves will help you grip. And so, especially if he was a dirt bike rider, the hairpin yeah. of a turn, right? Follow me. The hairpin of any turn, when your knee is almost touching the ground and you're doing that, the difference between wiping out and staying upright are those gloves to help you make sure you're controlling, right? And so, yeah, this really is a message for you to understand that. There's something that is available to you to strengthen your balance, to strengthen who you are in the world. There's something available to you, but it must come from that happy place because that's what motorcycle riding was for him. And when you bring in the angelic yeah. message from Mark, you have a lot of things going for you, okay? 
thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see I can see these motorcycle gloves like I got them on me now. Thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you for calling in. You're welcome. It's, yeah. Boy, it's getting time to ride. I'm just telling you. I got two new knees, so look out. <laughs> Jacob, who do we have? Now, that message had to come from him to me. Uh, Jacob, who do we have next? Yeah, next up, we've got Donna Kennedy calling in from Missouri. Hey, Donna, how are you? I'm okay. Hey, how can we help can you? Can you hear today? me? Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You might Hello. have to turn off your radio. Okay, just a second here. Can you hear me now? Uh, we can hear you all along. Hello? Yes, we've got you. Jacob? Don okay. Donna, we can hear you. You turn off your radio, stay on the phone. All right, Donna, what's going on? Okay, well, um, I have elderly parents that I have to take care of. And uh, over the last few years, I've had more anxiety because of all the stuff going on in the world. And I would just want to know if you see anything that might be out in my future, the near future, or things that you might see that's going to be okay, or things I might want to need to work on. Well, I'm not a fortune teller. I'm a medium. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and I think, I think, though, that your question is a very good question for this particular show. Because Dr. Pat said, this is about finding your inner superhero. And what did your question incorporate? It's like your future, anything good for you. So there's an element of uncertainty where you're doubting yourself. Dr. Pat, this I'm giving you this ball and you're going to run with this one. Can you? I want you to ask your question again. Can you ask your question again very clearly? Because I know there's an answer in it. Okay. Okay, well, I have I have elderly parents, and they're going through some stuff, and there's just a few of our siblings, there's just a few of us that's doing all the running around and trying to take care of what needs to be done, and then over the last few years, because of the pandemic and because of the way the world was, I've had a lot more anxiety, yep. and I was just wanting to know if, 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 if things are going to work out, you know, how yeah. things are going to, you know, progress yeah. or things like that. Yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly. So here's here's really what I want you to pay attention to, if you can, for the moment. And you can still hear me okay, correct? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know if it's my mic. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. You, the only way this is going to turn around for you is if you do something extreme to do and take care of yourself. Okay, you, do you know what I'm saying? All of that other stuff will get yeah. worked out. It'll all get worked out, but it will not be able to get worked out without you seeking some third-party help because yeah. anxiety, and it is. It, and you're right about the world. You're so right about it, right? And then now you're taking care of family. So I'm going to give you two thoughts. One, you have to put yourself first right now and find out how to get yourself some relief, okay? I mean, we mm -hmm. all have our ways to do it. I have a brain tap I bought. I use my brain tap. It's a great device. Um, but you have to find that way for yourself to get some help, okay? Do you see what I'm saying? Because it may yeah, get worse, ask it better. 
Well, sometimes I keep seeing like those those numbers like 111, 555, yeah. Yeah. 333. That's so right. I was wondering if they were trying, if those numbers are trying to tell me something. Yeah, they are trying to tell you something. They're trying to tell you that you have to lean in to the energy of that to get the insight and anxiety will block out whatever those messages are. You see, it's very hard in an anxious state to receive. Like imagine Mark and I mm -hmm. coming onto this show and neither one of us preparing ourselves emotionally for this, right? Right. But number two, there's another more practical thing I want to say to you. Okay, you ready? Uh -huh. Having gone through what you just explained, when there aren't enough resources in the family, you have to think about hiring and getting other help. Now, every time I say that, people say, oh, my mother will never. No, wait a minute. Maybe you have to get some help to get somebody to clean your house because you don't have any energy. You understand what I'm saying is you have to really look at look at this outside of the box you're in because you can only give what you can give. And if there aren't enough resources to do what needs to be done, you have to look for those other resources. If you're being pulled in a million directions, what can you give off to somebody else to do? The best decision I've made so far this year is getting somebody to cut my lawn. I'm just telling you. I mean, honestly, the thought of not having time to cut my lawn because of other things that I want to do that was such an anxiety moment. People are thinking, seriously, Pat, your lawn? That's just one thing that starts to pile on. So can you think of ways that you can offlet some of these other burdensome things for somebody else to do? Can you think about that? Well, so far, I do have someone come and clean my house. Good job. And I have somebody pet my grass. But Good job. I feel like. I have to make arrangements and do things, and I feel like I'm not going to make the right decision sometimes. Now we got it. There now, we go. <laughs> bingo. Bingo. Yeah. That's where you go to spirit. So here's what I want to mm -hmm. say. I'm going to leave you with this. You will make the perfect decision, even if it doesn't seem like the perfect decision, when you come to a place of peace, and you spend some time, whatever your sacred time is, and you say, I don't know what you believe in, but let's say you believe in God, right? And you say, God, mm -hmm. what is mine to do here? God, what is mine to do here? You will get an immediate answer. Then you have to trust it. Yeah. Okay. You're, you have to get and guidance on this. I was going to tell you that my superhero for this evening, I'm going to say it's Aquaman, because I'm an Aquarian. <laughs> I think you do it like on Jason Momoa. I think that's maybe what's going on with that. But no, Aquaman, that's fascinating. I love that. Don't you love your good Aquaman, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. Thank you. But don't forget, you have Thank superhero you. power within you, okay? Thank you very much. All right. Boy, I've been there. Uh, Jacob. Yeah. Do you know what we to, yeah, no, go, go go ahead yeah let, if we have another caller let's go for it yep sounds great we've got susan calling in from saskatchewan hi there susan that's in canada yeah. hi susan oh hi can you hear me yeah it's it's me they're having a hard time hearing can you hear me <laughs> oh okay yeah 
This is uh, Susan from Canada. Hey, how can we help you today? Well, you know, I'm so glad I got through uh, to both of you. I love the program. Read so many of Mark's books. Uh, I'm going through the hardest time of my life uh, right now. Um, and I had the biggest loss uh, of uh, ever, uh, a death uh, last year. And I have huge decisions to make right now in my life. Um just going through a very terrible time in all aspects. And spirituality is what's getting me through this time. Uh, but I just wondered if, uh, well, if Mark has any sense of maybe who I lost, if they could come through, if they have any messages. Uh, okay, hold me. on, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Because we're, we're running low on time, so let me get right to it. And realize that sometimes the person you want to hear from the most may not be the first one uh, to come through. I'm getting a male energy coming through um, and obviously connected to you. And I'm getting this, this very strange sensation in my chest, in my diaphragm, and in my stomach. It's, it's basically the whole torso and stomach area. I just feel um, this crushing sensation. Now, that doesn't mean that he was crushed, um, but I'm getting this very, very painful sensation. Okay, yeah, and it's really, really impacting the stomach, uh, the intestines, his colon area. And uh, this poor guy, he he was, was in a lot of physical pain prior to passing. I'm also getting a nauseated sensation, which is an indicator that he may have been having difficulty eating and or holding down food prior to passing. Um, but sometimes Sometimes nausea is a cancer indicator as well. And uh, boy, everything hurts. Now my head's pounding. So uh, there was high blood pressure. There was all of this going on. Does any of this make sense to you? Yes, all of it does, Mark. Okay. Yes, he... Uh... All right. Okay, no, that's all right. Uh, it yeah. makes sense. Can I, Let's get can to I the message. Can I tell you what, what happened to him? Uh, yeah, briefly, it was... Because um, I want to get uh, to the messages for you. Go ahead. Yeah, it, this was my 26-year-old son that passed away last year of an accidental fentanyl overdose. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's the so whole lockdown. What you're down saying? What you're saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was vomiting uh, a few days before. I guess he had a relapse, and that's what what got him was uh, low tolerance when you relapse mm -hmm. with the terrible substance that it is. Yes. Yes, yeah, fentanyl. Um, um, we could do a whole show just on yeah, fentanyl, we can. and we yeah, will yeah. actually. And we will. Oh. I think we we definitely have to. Um, he keeps holding up a lighter, and it's not just a little flame; it's a big flame. Now, maybe he used to use a lighter and all that, but this is a flame, which is representative of wisdom. And he's explaining to me that, Mom, I now have the wisdom that you were always trying to impart upon me. He said, do you think that I wasn't listening, but I hear you now? This is very important. He also, um, focusing, he says, one of two places, one of two places, one of two places. It, it's as if you're, you could be moving or, or something with you and there's one of two places that you can go. It's like you're at the fork in the road, but it actually feels more like physical locations. Are you thinking of moving or relocate? I mean, there's this whole relocation moving thing. 
Oh, you're so right on, Mark. I have to move, and I'm so fearful of moving. I John. just moved from one city to another city last year, and now the city that I'm in, I have to relocate from the condominium that I'm living in right now to mm. most likely an apartment, which I uh, dread, uh, and I uh, have a dog. On. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. He, oh, he's giving it to me. I want to get it to you because yeah. it's coming in real quick. Don't be afraid. And and that light, it's so interesting because in the prior reading, we had to let the angel be your guide. This is let the light of your wisdom be your guide. He said that don't be afraid of moving. Don't be afraid of moving. And um, he said that um, it's interesting. You may have to go into an apartment, but it's almost like a one floor condominium on the on the first floor. Mm-hmm. He's talking about you being on a, a single level or it's it's more of a condominium that you're renting. Does that make any sense or that you'll be going to? Well, I'm in a condominium at the moment and um, I wherever I move to, I'm I'm hoping to be on the main floor. Okay. And and hopefully um, <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So he's telling you don't be afraid. Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Pat, I know we're running out of time, but I know she needs um, yeah. your guidance as well. I'm just going to tell you, I mean, also that light represents that candle light, and there's nothing that illuminates a dark room than a candle. And so that's what you have to mm-hmm. do. You have to illuminate your mind because your mind is telling you, I'm going to be afraid. I'm not living in the world of possibility, and you don't want to carry that forward. I mean, I had a situation last year where I had to move. And the series of events that happened to get me in the home I'm in today, you can't plan that. And it was so unexpected. But I'll tell you, I shifted in my, I, I had to say 14 years in a great place. I'm never going to find anything. And the minute I changed that, everything changed. So that's what I want to tell you to work mm-hmm. on. That's the illumination you need. That's what light brings. Right. If you create that shift and create your own mantra, the perfect home shows up for me. I mean, if you create your mantra and just change where you are now, because fear will drive you to a place and you will miss seeing what the possibility is. That's what fear likes to do. Mm-hmm. It's the great shadow. It allows us to not see the possibility. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah, sure. And fear is, um, False evidence appearing real. Isn't that cool? That is very cool. Yes, it is. I love what you say. Yeah. 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 Also, to quote one of my newest favorite movies, fear is the mind killer, but doubt, this is my quote, doubt is the dream killer. You see what I'm saying? And you got fear and doubt working the one-two punch on you. Okay. I didn't catch the last part, Pat. Yeah. Fear is the mind killer and doubt is the dream killer. Get rid of both of them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Wonderful. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Jacob, thank you so much. Mark, thank you so much. We will be back next week. Same psychic and doc time, same psychic and doc station next week. Yeah, boy. Everybody, we'll see you. Thank you for tuning into The Psychic in the Dark with Mark Anthony and me, Dr. Pat 
but silly right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, look, come back next week so we can explore with you more of life's many challenges and learn from fascinating guests. And you know what? Even Mark and me. We'll connect you and discover insights from people in this life and from the afterlife. Extraordinary problems? Yeah, they do. They require extraordinary solutions. But step into the world of possibilities with us on the psychic and the dot. That's every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That's TransformationTalkRadio.com. And don't forget, we're also live face-to-face on Facebook.com, Transformation Talk Radio.